Hello, I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Millie Tamaras. And welcome to Go, Go Touch, Touch Grass, Grass, the podcast where we log in. So you log off. Awesome. Okay, Millie, I'm very excited uh, for this little intro that I have prepared for us today. I'm excited too. We're getting to that point in podcast production where we are teasing, we're like, I have something for you, but don't, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, don't look. It. Don't look in the dark. Don't um, look in the dark. <laughs> that's our new motto. Don't look in the dark. Don't look in the dark. Um, okay. So, tis the season. We're recording the week of Thanksgiving. Christmas ads, they're, they're upon us. As are holiday gift guides. I'm talking specifically the Goop gift guide. Yes. And now um, the Kardashians actually also have a gift guide. Is it all, like, is it Poosh or is it? It's, by, it's via Poosh, mm-hmm. which is Courtney's brand. Okay. Um, but. Why it, are all these names stupid? I don't know. I don't know. These but, all sound like children, like, characters. And my question is about Poosh, like, does, does Poosh sell products or is it just like a, like, is it like a lifestyle? I think, but. Goop is both. Yeah, is it? I guess it's yeah. Like Goop push, has push products is, too. Because I know that Kourtney Kardashian is selling like a two hundred dollar LED. I saw something like a two hundred dollar LED oh, mask. LED masks are. I actually didn't even include them in the game that we're about to play, but LED masks are all over every possible gift guide. They are all like five hundred dollars, and I just. I don't know if it's real. I think that, like, whatever. Sit under a red light. Yeah. That sounds great. I love a spa that has, like, a room with a red light in it. Absolutely. If a Korean person will tell me to do it, I will. Yeah, that's But they're not telling me a $500 thing. They're just saying, lay down under this lamp in this one room in a Korean spa for five minutes, and you'll never have uh, inflammation again. And, okay. Yeah, I just, like... I find myself wary about the value of the LED mask. If anyone listening has one and mm-hmm. wants to tell us what they that they've felt results from it, I will stand corrected. I also do you always see on TikTok it's like a LED wand that you yeah. do and they're like I saw Look. one with like face facelifts. Yeah. Um it's getting quite medieval. I cuz I'm seeing yeah, there's I'm getting all this stuff. I'm getting the strap for like a double chin. Yes. Like shit. Like there are like, like um these crazy. patches that you can put on that like make your it's like instead of Botox you wear these like patches and they hold your skin in place while you sleep and then you don't get wrinkles. You know, I kind of think I was just telling my friend Ron this because I you know, I sent him this TikTok about this girl talking about how she leans into dark feminine energy when she's um, <laughs> Hell yeah. When she, yeah, like, basically, if you're, you know, really mean to guys and you wear a lot of leather and dark makeup, like, you'll get more replies on your dating app profiles and all this shit, which is, like, a whole thing. Okay, cool. Go back and listen to our 48 Oysters conversation yeah. for more thoughts well, on that. We have to have, like, a whole thing, on a series on, like, dating app TikToks. Yeah, and, like... There's a whole... My FYP is crazy. But anyway... He was like, oh, yeah, well, th- that's the only look. I'm like, yeah, she's kind of, he's like, well, 
that's kind of the only look that she can do with her brows like that. And I'm like, no, Ron, like, feathered, like, those really bushy, straight brows, that's mm-hmm. what's in right now. And he's like, are you serious? Like, no, like, she was born like that. And I'm like, no. Oh. And I sent him, like, a brow lamination video, and he's like, what the fuck? And, and he's like, would you let your niece do this? Like, what is this? And I'm like, this all goes back to the point of LED mask, but it's like, it's beauty is really the only like snapshot in time yeah. that we have of like in e- in like ancient Egypt they do charcoal for eyeliner. Yeah. In in twenty twenty they put lights on their faces. In Tudor England you covered your face in arsenic powder. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in in twenty twenty Brooklyn fall out. <laughs> you put you got a a purple thing to put on your teeth to make them white. Like yeah. It's just a snapshot. So anyway, you're going to... We have a game. We have a game. Okay, so this game is... I want you to guess. I'm gonna I'm gonna give an item, and I want you to guess if this was the Goop gift guide mm. or the Kardashian gift guide. Okay. Okay. I feel like I feel like I I can. Um... And bonus points if you can guess which Kardashian recommended wow. the item. Wow, this because is because they yeah. So there's. I thought you were gonna say how much it is, like prices. Oh right, no, I'm just gonna many... tell you straight up how much they okay, are, okay, but okay. you will guess which gift guide, and if you want. To hazard a guess as to which Kardashian recommended it, you can do that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're starting first with the Heat Healer Energy Sauna. This is uh, basically like a little oven-looking thing that you can go and lay your whole body in. Red light sauna. I think it heats up. And it's for your home. So, you know, um, I guess if I were to get it for you, maybe you could put it... In the, in, the, in the middle of your living room. In the middle of the studio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's a casual $2,498. Do you think this was Goop gift guide or Poosh gift guide? I feel like this is Goop. It's Poosh. <gasps> ah, it's Poosh. This was and can you try to guess which Kardashian recommended? I'm going to say Courtney. It is Courtney. So you yeah. did get the, you, one point on that one. Okay. okay one great. point on that one. It, yeah, I feel like. If it if it is anyone, it is Courtney because of the healing and all that yes. shit. Yes, and Courtney, it, this kicks off the Poosh gift guide. It's like we're starting strong with the heat healer energy sauna, a okay. full little sauna. Like it looks like a little bread oven, but for inside your home, and it's big enough for a human. Honestly, to fit not like okay, and it's twenty four hundred dollars. That's crazy, but also I mean, it's a full body sauna. Like honestly. Not the craziest thing, but I feel like for twenty four hundred dollars you can get like an actual one that's like a closet, like the yeah. closet kind of sauna. Yeah, I would more want like a full wooden mm-hmm, sauna mm-hmm, at this mm-hmm. point than kind of this little thing that you have to lay down on the floor. Yeah, no. yeah. I it it depends on the level of space that you have. For me, also, it's just like even if we once the podcast. And the Patreon really get to the level where we're buying each other twenty five hundred dollars yeah, Christmas yeah, presents. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still feel like I wouldn't buy someone something so big. Not I feel in like New it's York, an imposition. But in, I feel like it's an imposition to say now you have to have this giant no, that is, sauna. See, that's hard because that is something where you have to know that this person specifically wants this. Yeah. Or like I'm gonna have I have like a spot. But you know what? We're in New York, like I'm telling you, there are people who have 
extra bedrooms in their homes. Can't like they, they have two or three bedroom house and they have one room that's just like an office. Yeah. I dream of having one room that's an office closet oh. and like the little sauna shit can go in there. But... Yeah, I guess they're like, oh, you know what? We really, we don't. Or the don't... pool house. Yeah, we really needed something for our extra bedroom and this will be perfect. That's the perfect place for me to put my heat healer energy sauna. Our poor beach house. Um. Okay, next one. Okay. Continuing on with, with kind of large items. This is the ergonomic rowing machine. I'm going to say goop. Goop. It is goop. It's $2,099. And I just feel like after the that, like, cursed Peloton ad, we're not gifting each other fitness equipment anymore. You're not, but a rowing machine, like, that is a useful... I don't know. People who like it love it, and they'll use it. I don't know. It's also huge. $3,000, Jesus. It is huge, and it is, like, kind of, like, wooden. It looks, like, old-timey, so I guess it oh does have God. a little bit more, like, appeal for the yeah, room. Like, it can be a little bit more want... of a piece. Yeah, that's for people who have, like, a mirrored room in their home, and they have, like, a personal home gym, and the trainer that they fuck come in. And... Ex- yeah, <laughs> and you want to impress them and you kind of maybe fuck them on it i don't know yeah maybe um okay next one cocooning bottle holder so this is a pouch for your water bottle it is 575 dollars i'm gonna say push and chloe it was goop it was goop (gasps) goop suggested the 575 dollar water water bottle holder wow so. But I'm like, that's dumb enough for Chloe. Yeah, well, because Chloe is the fitness one. Chloe's the fitness one. Kim is the looks one. And Courtney is like the, the alt one. Well, she's the alt one she's now. More like, yeah, she's not the alt one. I would say she's more like mommy. Th- Down you know? to earth. She's the closest to goop. Yeah, she is the closest to goop, which is why she has poosh. Okay. Duo four-in-one pod-based scalp and hair care device for $300. I'm going to say Poosh Kim. Poosh Chris. Oh, Chris I didn't even know. You said Kardashian. <laughs> well, they're all on there. The gener- I, I will specify that the Jenners did also contribute to this. Though I, mm-hmm. I wonder, has Chris gone back to... I don't think... I feel like she's no, still she's Chris Jenner. Jenner. Um, okay, next one. The Ryukon Stay in Oita, Japan, which is a casual $30,000 a night. Gift your friend a beautiful stay. It's called Ryukon. Ryukon? Um, and it's it. a basic, it's basically, you, I'm going to say this is goop. You got it. a Ryukon is, is a, um, you're basically staying in a really, really old school Japanese house. It's an old school Japanese house where everything has bamboo on the floor. And there's like, I mean, I'm not going to say it's uncomfortable because like you you have to grow up. But it's like, it's very much like um, if a Native American, if you stayed, if you paid to stay in a Native American tribe and like sleep in a teepee kind of experience. Yeah. it's So like you're paying $30,000 to, to live in, in, or to stay in a place that not even Japanese people kind of live like that anymore. Some do, but like it is more of like a rustic. That's yeah, crazy. That but perhaps by your current standards, you would not be as comfortable as you would maybe want to be for $30,000 at a night. 
I'm sure you can buy a, a an entire Realcon for thirty thousand because <laughs> it's just like basically a big one room house. I think this one is located like on an island. Okay, so you're like Which island. Interesting. Oita. Mm. Oita. Okay, interesting. So interesting. Thirty thousand no, dollars a night. Get that for your friend. Food? I don't know if it includes food. <laughs> I don't know. I would hope that it would include food. Or if it's I would just say nothing is... I don't know a hotel that's worth $30,000, right? A night. No. But I will say that some Japanese hotels, like, you get a suite, and the basically the, suite, the hotel is a, a hot spring. Like, so you get admission to the hotel, and you have this suite, and then... But then you have, like, access to hot spring mineral things and then yeah. it comes with food and all this shit but thirty thousand dollars i'm sure crazy. there's a there are some very luxe elements to this stay but i again thirty thousand dollars a night like i don't know what i would pay that for like what i would need to be happening i'd be i'd have to like there has to be sex work and i don't know <laughs> i'm just like i need like the best food entertainment yeah, even with all I've of it covered, I'm like... Yeah. 5000 maybe. Yeah, like if I'm really balling out, I would stay somewhere where it's like, it's all included, you're in this cool old house where people wait on you Butler hand service, and foot. Yeah. yeah, everything. You have a private beach, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like 5000 a night. $30,000 a night, it is like, what's what going on here? Is, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, next up. The Rolly Ripple Watering Can... So this is a, a can for a watering can for plants. It's a hundred and thirty dollars. Who do you think suggested it? The hundred and thirty dollar watering can. I'm gonna go with goop. It was goop. Wow. It was goop. I'm good at this game. What's no, the I'm most not. you would pay for a watering pail? Um. I would say I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just in this very broke state right now where I would say twenty, but like a cute one. Some some plant shit is elusive, so I'm like I that one I can see. If you really want a really fancy watering can, that that's not crazy to me that some some idiot would pay three thousand. I mean, a hundred and thirty dollars. Like honestly, of all this, like that's the least because crazy some idea. pots some pots are a hundred dollars. Like some like. Pots for big plants and shit. I think my watering can that's like blue that's on the windowsill, that probably was um like fifteen dollars or twenty dollars. And that's yeah, like, I feel like I max out at like twenty five dollars for a watering can. Yeah, but like that's like a shitty one, you know, or not shitty, but like But I whatever. guess my thing is like what makes a watering can better? Because this I did look at it and it's I mean it's nice. It's like um made of like Chromy metal or whatever, but, but that is like ultimately a, still the size and shape of a traditional watering can. But that's like again, it's like a piece. Yeah. In the you know what I mean? Yeah, you it's like, like have it out. Like, yeah, it's more aesthetic. That's more aesthetic. Okay, so on the same by the same token, the El Reverso Luxury Di- Domino Set. This is a that's a, as yeah. a Caribbean person. I know. I was. I put it on here for us. It's a luxe domino set. You can also play checkers with it. It is, uh, like, minimalist. Ugh. Uh, it looks kind of like it's made of marble. $350. Wow. Who do you think suggested it? I'm going to say with Poosh. 
It is Poosh. Poosh Chloe. It was Courtney. <gasps> Courtney's two contributions were the Heat Healer Sonora and the El Reverso Lux Domino set. See, I would have thought Chloe or Kim because they are more into appropriation than than <laughs> Yeah, that's Courtney true. Is. But I guess Courtney has like more kids, so she I feel like she doesn't let this the kids touch this Lux Domino. No, set. not the 350. Well, I don't know though. Like $350 to her. And to her is probably with, nothing. With Travis Barker? I know. And they probably don't have like Paw Patrol and shit like they probably do have these stupid First of all, the domino set I have that's somewhere in my house has the Presidente logo on the back, and my uncle gave it to me as a kid. And, like, the thing is, when you're in a heated game of dominoes, which I sh- have you, do you know how to play dominoes? Yeah. When you're in a heated game, you're slamming them. Yeah. You're slamming them, and you're like, bam! You know, it's mm-hmm. a big move. So it's like, I wouldn't want to slam $350 no. domino pieces. But you do, I, again, that's something where I'm like, I can see why somebody would want to invest money into like a nice domino set because the 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 real the true heads know that a domino piece with a little metal in the middle lets it's easier for shuffling. Yeah. But so I would say fifty dollars, but but three fifty. Three fifty and you can play checkers with it, I can't even fathom. Yeah, I think it comes with like other pieces that you can play checkers with. So you do get you are getting two games on the same by the same token. The Enzo Travel Backgammon set for $1,450. That's goof. That's a trick. It's Neiman Marcus. Wow. They've also released a gift guide that is full of truly crazy stuff, and one of them is a $1,400 backgammon set. Wow. And I'm. this is the last one. Yes. Can you guess who suggested the Skin by Kim resurfacing <laughs> mask and treatment brush for $81? I'm going to say Kim, but it also could be Chris. Kim suggested yes. Kim, Kim. Kim suggested her own product in the gift guide, wow. which I think wow. is really, really funny. I didn't include Chloe's because Chloe suggested stuff that actually seemed kind of nice. She suggested, like, a tabletop fire pit. Okay. That was, like, expensive, but I was like, you would, honestly, you, yeah, you I would, would, I would give someone money, who yeah, I knew you, had an outside... And wanted a fire pit. You kind of want to invest in those too. Like you yeah. don't want the cheapest one. Yeah, and like a watering can. It's like it's gonna do the same thing, but a tabletop thing. It's like if you pay more, it may not combust. So yeah, like Chloe had kind of sensible offerings, so I was like, it's not as funny for the game. Well, she's a woman that's been humbled many times. Yeah, she, so. <laughs> she knows. Uh, she's probably acutely aware at all times of how she's about to come off and what people will say about her. And then Kylie suggested, like, an expensive blanket. And I was like, okay. Everything about her is snooze. But yeah, I mean, it was very, it was very snooze. It was like, okay, yeah. Touch grass sure. listeners want you to know that Elise was the first person I knew that had the Kylie I, I did. lip kit. I did get the Kylie lip kit. And let me tell you, they it were too great. dry. Oh, they, they were dry. They do, look really, they do look really good. They're really pigmented. But at least the first iteration of them, they were no, too they were dry. dry. But that was that, that era of matte was really lip. matte. It was yeah, really matte. It's like, yeah, ashy. Um, but they did look good. And they did they stay. They did look good. You had this brown that looked great. I loved that brown. But it's gone now. Anyway. If you guys want to read more about these, we actually, I listed some other 
offerings from the gift guide in our newsletter, yeah, which please. you can get if you sign up at the one dollar level on our Patreon. You will if get a weekly newsletter. If you're listening to this, you, you are, you're, you're getting you're the newsletter. You're, yeah, you're getting it. So take advantage of our newsletter. Yeah, because, because Millie's gonna write the newsletter I'm this week. I'm gonna write week. the next one, and it's gonna be a while, guys. It, who knows what's gonna happen? Somebody literally, Marsha today, uh, was like. Somebody, one of her friends, I'm going to read you these texts real quick, but Marsha was like, um, Marsha was like, on t- so somebody texted her saying, on TikTok, I'm mostly seeing reposted videos on my FYP from friends, and I noticed that people I follow, and people I follow, and I noticed that Millie has been reposting a lot in, in my, and like, appearing in my feed, and a lot of them were for Millie, like, the videos were really weird, like white women in Africa volunteering with black kids in country songs. So I was I was so confused until I finally clicked on Millie. And it's actually a distant cousin I have whose name is Camille that's going by Millie. So she was so confused. And then Marsha's like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Isn't this so funny? Like, like, yeah, like Julia thought you were sharing country songs. And I was like, well, <laughs> that that do you know that trend, the cheater cheater trend? No, I haven't. The country song. Mm-mm. There's this country song called Cheater Cheater, and basically it's like people are posting like a picture of them and their husbands, and then the per- oh and the God. woman, and you swipe right and you see the woman that the husband is cheating on them with. Tell me, cheater cheater, where'd you meet that no good white trash hoe? Wow. And the and it's a trend. And the craziest ones are, I, I sent Marsha the craziest one, which was of this woman who's like, let me show you who my husband's mistress is, my mom. And it's always, that's always. <laughs> it has a 1 million likes and all this stuff. And there's ones where it's like his best friend, who's a guy, um, this ugly person, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, I would share. And then Marsha literally said, right before we recorded this podcast, she said, your FYP is so concerning. People, you need to be. It needs to be studied, actually. People will put all their mess out on TikTok in a way that is like there's that trend that I feel like is maybe going on the down, but it's that girl going, "Call me crazy, but I never like store bought pesto," and then you stitch her and say something crazy. And I watch every Everyone. single one of those because. I saw I saw one from an EMT who got somewhere and there it, she it was an exorcism that she was responding to and the lady was speaking Italian going crazy and they're like she doesn't speak Italian we don't know what's going on like truly crazy stuff another one was this girl who was like my mom tried to kill me I was like this oh my is god so crazy. Oh my you god. never know if the story is going to be like funny or you're going to be like oh my god like this world yeah. has so much darkness in it well Wait till our grass hole. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. I will say, if you want my TikTok, you will see mine, which is about the time I was smoking weed and I accidentally pepper sprayed myself in the face. So my my classic story of accidentally pepper spraying myself. But let's get to the discourse because if Millie's doing the newsletter, that means I'm in charge of the discourse. Yes. Today's discourse, we've kind of got two mini discourses today Mm -hmm. that um, are going to take us back a little bit to our podcasting roots. Mm -hmm. Um, We're touching on pop culture. We're touching on politics. Mm -hmm. First, we got to talk about Travis Kelsey's tweets. These tweets have taken the internet by storm. This entire relationship has taken the internet by storm. Every second, since basically since it came out that Taylor Swift was dating this guy, 
It's mean, 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 mean yeah. after mean. Seemingly Her, ranch. Yeah, seemingly ranch. Uh, it's it's like first it was just her at the game. Then it's her like, oh look, watch her dancing at the game. Then most recently he came with her to Argentina. So then it's her like she changed the lyrics to one of her songs to be like, Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me. And then everyone's posting yeah. that and his reaction. <laughs> then there's another video of her running to him. That and now. Travis Kelsey's old tweets have resurfaced and people are loving them for their kind of wholesome bro energy. So let's just read a couple. My favorite is this one because this one reminds me of my husband. It sounds like something he would tweet. And he is also kind of a football guy. Um, I just gave a squirrel, squirrel spelled S-Q-U-I-R-L-E, a piece of bread and it smashed all of it. I had no idea they ate bread like that. Ha, ha, ha. Hashtag crazy. This one's from 2011. So all of these are from like 10 years ago. Yeah. When, I don't know where he was at in his career, like football-wise. But How old is he? How old is Travis? I, mean, I feel look like it up. he's comparable in yeah, age he's to older, her. Like, he's our age. So he probably was like a senior in college or something. Yeah, or like just on the NFL, if I had to guess. I don't know how long it takes to become... Like the main yeah, he's guy. actually exactly like her age. She's thirty four. Perfect. And um, his when's Taylor Swift's birthday? Uh, Taylor Swift's birthday? That I don't know, but she's nineteen eighty nine. She's nineteen eighty nine because he's October fifth, nineteen eighty nine, and she is. I know she's a Sagittarius. Uh, yeah, December thirteenth. Okay, wow. so he's just a little two bit months of... older than her. Wow. Okay. I love how I, I will offer like I do know she's a Sagittarius. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, I don't know that. I know she's like, a fire sign. Okay, okay, okay. She said she talks about it a lot. Um, okay. Uh, here's another one from two. They're all they. Most of them are from 2011, 2010. And to, in fairness, this is when we were just discovering Twitter. We yeah. didn't know how to use Twitter. And people and are, arguably people still don't. But no, and people are like, I think just saying whatever on their Twitter, and it is very much. Because he actually does reference in this next one being in class. So he's in school. Yeah, he's in college. Fully. And, like, I don't think expecting anyone to be reading his tweets. Went from class to therapy, and now I need some hashtag Chipotle. Chipotle spelled C-H-I-P-O-L-T-E, which I love because my dad always calls Chipotle Chipotle. And there was really no changing that. There was no kind of telling him it's Chipotle. He'll say Chipotle for the rest of his life. And so I appreciate it represented here. Went from class to therapy. Now I need some hashtag Chipotle. And then I'm off to check out my new app. Great. Wait, what kind of therapy? Like physical therapy? I don't know. He does not specify. Could be either. Wow. Could be either type of therapy. Though I imagine he is playing football in college. So maybe it's physical. physical Probably. This next one. I hop. I love coming here for breakfast. Um, I think I'll have the T-bone steak and eggs, please. Ha-ha, with some white toast on the side. Great. <laughs> I love I I love going to IHOP. It's been a while since I've been. Uh, there is one on Flushing. So. There, yes, there was one on campus of my college, too. And, like, if you were out late enough to be able to go to the IHOP, it was kind of like a mark of, like, you really partied because you're, wow. you're at the IHOP. Um, about to be out with the fam for a while. Could be fun, or could be really boring. I don't know what to expect right now. Shaking my head, fucks it. 
<laughs> I, I get mean, that. Relatable. Yeah, you never know. You I'm never about to know. go out with the fam. Could be really fun. Could, Could be, be boring. boring. I don't know what to expect. Shaking my head. Fucks, Fucks it. it. That one's from 2009. That's kind of the earliest one I see on here. And then, um, hold on. I'm having trouble with the Android. Uh, okay, You're going to get it. You already unlocked it, it you like, know what's funny? so quickly. You know today. what's funny? You is not like, ask for my help. I'm proud of you. It It's not functionally different from how any other smartphone or device works, but it's that phenomenon of like, when you try to type on someone else's computer and mm-hmm. somehow it's now you're like typing slow and mm-hmm. it's like, it's the same keyboard. Yeah. Your strength of keyboard should be, it should go from keyboard I'll have to keyboard. you converted by the end of it. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> by using the end of our run. Android products. Okay. <laughs> Gave a squirrel a piece of bread. We did that one. If you continue to do what you've done, dot, 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 then you'll continue to only get what you've got. Dot, dot, dot. That sounds like Pitbull. That does. That sounds like a Pitbull quote. It also sounds like, um, uh, and I've been watching Vanderpump Rules and I finally just finished and got to Scandal. It sounds like kind of these weird things. Lala Kent will say stuff where you're like, in an argument where you're like, okay, where, did you see that on like Pinterest? Or like, yeah. where did you, she'll be like, don't, um, you're only going to get what you reflect like and i'm yeah, like that okay. sounds like something my mom would repost on facebook yeah, absolutely in english and in spanish and then the, <laughs> this last one this is from 2011 it's such a nice day out dot 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 as i stare wrong form of stare as i stare from my math class dot 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 shaking my head hashtag must be nice oh because she wants to go outside he wants to go outside which one time speaking of math classes in college one time my friend Tyler and I, who I'm going to see Taylor Swift with in Warsaw, Poland. Um, naturally. <laughs> naturally. We were, we had this one math class that like you had, like you had to take it freshman year. Um, he got a D, I got a full F. And one of the reasons for that was like literally one day it was a nice day and we were walking to the math class and we were almost at the class and then someone offered us a free snow cone and instead of going to the class we sat directly outside the window of the class and ate the snow cone and we could see the class going on from where we were sitting but obviously you've got we, a, you've we got had a snow F cone because you missed one class that's crazy. no I, I got an f because i i didn't learn any of the things <laughs> okay, that okay, okay. i and i failed fair. all the tests and fair, 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 and fair, i fair. um he got a d because he learned some of the things <laughs> And <laughs> math, I mean, I, you know, I went to liberal arts, uh, college, so math was like, I mean, biology was, um, if science, if biology is the study of life, what is life? That was our first paper for biology. So that's where I'm coming in, in terms of STEM. This <laughs> math class, like it was called math 114. It was literally the lowest level they, it was basically the school. Cause again, I was in like the liberal arts, like track or whatever I was a uh, international relations major so they were like we just need to know that you can like put some numbers together it was that basic and I I got a full f I had yeah, to retake it I, again because the answer was no yeah I had to like we then math was statistics and it was basically excel but excel's really excel's hard. hard excel is hard <laughs> people who know how to like do the, the like problems and stuff on, and on excel excel like that is something where if you put on your resume, like, proficient in Excel, that's real. Yeah. That's a real skill. Uh, yeah, and I am kind of using math a little bit in my, because I, I do, like, things where I watch movies and I give selects, and I have to, like, use a time calculator to be, like, 
God How bless. long is a segment if something? Anyway. Yeah, I had to take that class again. Um, and I did get an A the second time because I took it during winter session, which is where you take one class and it's your only class and it's for six weeks. And I was like, all I have to do cold, so is learn there's math. There's not going to be any snow cones outside. Yeah, I was like, I have one objective for the next six weeks and it's to learn this math. Fair. <laughs> um, but okay, so back to Travis Kelsey. So discourse is really good around yeah. People are loving this. I, I pulled one tweet from uh, at Henrik on the web, this guy named Henrik Blix, where he says, Travis Kelsey is single-handedly shifting the bro narrative. For years, we've only talked about shitty bros and ignored an entire demographic of friendly dudes who love sports with their friends, feed squirrels, and laugh. So that's kind of like the main discourse around this is like, this is fun. We like a himbo, bro. Mm-hmm. This is much better than the last guy Taylor Swift was dating, who was like <laughs> a racist, like yeah. edgelord loser. People are feeling good about Travis Kelsey. But this discourse is not exactly true. Oof. Because some of the tweets were not wholesome. Okay. And some have, some were not good. Okay. So number one, they're... There's a lot of fat phobia, I would say. Uh, good, good, a good, healthy amount of 2010s fat phobia. One is like, haha, why can't girls hide they back fat? That shit's nasty. Which I'm like, what? Hide your back fat. Hide least. your back fat. Well, it's nasty. And also, Travis Kelsey, very, like, very famously, I think. Only dated black girls for a long time before Taylor Swift. And I feel like just as this is a strategic thing for Taylor, people are saying it's a strategic thing for him, like his relationship with um, Taylor to like be rebranded as like all American hero, which he couldn't do with a black wife. That's so interesting because I was going to say time to put on like our tinfoil friendship bracelets. Mm-hmm. What do we like? Is <laughs> If we're going to conspiracy theorize about Taylor, I do feel like dating, like, a wholesome kind of dummy dude bro after After the Maddie Healy thing, like, that does feel like a move on her part. Yes. And it is something that is, like, a major pivot for her. It is a different type of strategic. A different genre. Yes. It's her going into a different genre. She's left Joe Alwyn. She had this, like, massive backlash to the other guy she was dating. So now it's like, I'm going to date the guy on the football team. Which also, I do feel like, I was at a show recently, and it was a Taylor swift theme show, and people were trying to say, like, who Taylor Swift's personal Voldemort is. And I'm like, Taylor Swift's personal Voldemort is the concept of high school. Like, she's still, <laughs> <laughs> like, she, the, de- the the demon she's battling forever is that she did not get the flowers she felt like she deserved in her high school years. And that is where she's like, crystallized. I mean, and in many ways, that's like most of the men in tech. Again, I, listen, a lot of people, this, this is a common enemy. Yeah. It's just, like, still being wounded by... Your high school self. Again, yeah. maybe she should come on most of your teenage self and talk about it. But, but I'm also like, I don't know. High school was like whatever. And, you know, I like all these guys are like, I didn't get laid in high school. And now I have all this money. It's like, I didn't okay. get laid in high school either. But sex was bad in my 20s. And I can't imagine how sex would have been when I was 17. <laughs> it's not. But, uh, well, 
she's so Taylor talks in the Miss Americana documentary about this like theory that I do think is true. There's like famous people get kind of like arrested development of when they became famous, mm -hmm. and she became famous at like 15. And in one of her songs, she's like, "There's more to life than dating the guy on the football team." When you're 15, it's, it's her song called 15. And I'm going to Warsaw. And <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, but I think it's very like, she's like, and here I am. I'm on top of the world. I'm doing my heiress tour. No one can fucking touch me. I got a gazillion dollars. And now I'm going to date football guy. And you guys can't say anything about him because he's wholesome. But is he wholesome? Because he did use the R word in a reply in 2011. Okay, what year? 2011. No, 2011. People it's were using okay, it. It's not okay, but people, like. People were using that it. That was one of our, like, one of the black, black eyed peas. I, I, it was literally <laughs> in the name of a popular black, song. Black eyed peas song. There's another, um, there's another song that said the R word too. Anyway, yeah, it's not... The Overton window has shifted on the R word for the better, for sure. Yeah. It's not great to have used it in a reply on There's... Twitter. Yeah, no. There's like a Real Housewives of Potomac episode that came out last night where somebody called someone slow, and she's like, that's offensive because my son has a speech impediment. So it's like, <laughs> you know, you can't even say slow. Like, yeah. It's, so it's, it's really shifted a lot. Yes, and, and so I think that's good. And so I, it has for fat phobia. Yes. And so it, here's the thing. The unwholesome tweets that he tweeted, they are things. So here's another one is, I feel like if you want to be a cheerleader, you have to pass a beauty test. There's too many ugly cheerleaders out here. <laughs> shaking my head and this at the time got six retweets so this is not like he's not like a person with a huge platform at the time that these are coming out he's sharing kind of his stupid thoughts they're not great I hope he's changed his ideas but there was no because when I saw that they were like some people aren't liking I was like oh my god did he say the n-word like I mean to be honest he didn't say it on Twitter. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> as a as a white, <laughs> um, the conversation which you know, I feel like you might have skipped mm -hmm. about <laughs> uh, nigger core, which I'm gonna say, um, which Millie is just, can say. I can say this, but I'm just like there's this whole discussion where this black girl was like, if I date a white man, I want him to be white. Not nothing, none of that nigga core white chocolate, like you know, white guy. And then they started showing, and then it became like, What is that? And then it's like, Guys with low fades, like mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey was that, like wearing Nike, like low fades. Like, we're talking, like, um, I'm trying to think of a popularized, like Jack Harlow, yeah, like, but his haircut is a little different. But it's like a Timothy Chalamet versus a Jack Harlow, but anyway, it would not have been surprising. It would be in the genre of a Travis Kelsey too, indeed, have tweeted the N-word at some point. But so I'm surprised. Yeah, but... we did not get anything like that. Nothing that was like insanely fucked up yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. So while it's not entirely wholesome, no. I don't think that there's anything that like truly undermines this idea that Especially now that he's kind of like 
a dumb. Well, he has CTE, probably. So yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I don't know uh, if dumb is the right word or. Yeah, we his, can't see it. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> it just reminds his me. His brain has been injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it also just reminds me. I have two things on this discourse. And one, it's like, there when you talk about somebody who, there is like a purity to people like this, where you talk about like some of these people who were like um, griped in high school and then grew up with this like sinister thing. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they got hot now. And then there are people who are just purely. So I, you know, this is again, another discussion I've had with Ron, because Ron's like, I want to be a himbo. I want to be a himbo. And I'm like, no, like, if you even say that, you are not because there no. is a there is a purity and a thing like my little brother who is just so purely himbo, purely a himbo, like cannot be just doesn't care, like just shows up as his true authentic self, but because he is like, you know, attractive and he works out a lot and all this stuff, like. He doesn't see anything. There's like not much. So he, I've had, pro, you know, we had a big argument on on on, on a Twitter the other, like not the other day, like literally five or six years ago, where he like blocked me because he tweeted like, "Uh, hate going to the gym around New Year's because there's all these resolutioners here," and like I'm like. I was like, dude, you're not being very encouraging. Like, people are trying to go, and he's like, what are you talking about? Anytime I see a fat person in the gym, I help them because I know they need my help. <laughs> like, not even seeing what's wrong with that at all. And, like, he's just, like, so, like, I help fat people all the time. And, like, his, you know, I went to his apartment, the, you know, of, in June, and his, I opened his fridge, and it was literally the only things to drink were protein and, and Miller Lite. Like, those were the two chocolate protein shakes and Miller Lite. And I'm just like, anyone who says, I want to be a himbo. No, like, you can't. You there's, can't replicate There's no that. level. The thing about a himbo, again, is that it's pure. You're not trying to be it. You're just it's, yourself. It's very, um, Kronk. Yes. From, he's, he's, uh, yeah, from Emperor's New Groove. It's like, this is, this comes from a place of purity. And the stupid things that they say that are just good and funny come from that place. And then the things that they say where you're like, actually, we have to work together on this mentality yeah. also come from this place of just kind of going through life unburdened. Yeah, unburdened <laughs> by a society. Because again, naturally good looking, athletic, all the things that like, all the things that make a man a man or whatever, like society, like they fit into that. So there's no like level of analysis that they need. Didn't have to work at it, so they're just. I mean, again, literally having my little brother in New York City was like that episode of um, Thirty Rock where she's walking around with John Hamm. Yes, and um, and he's so dumb, but no one cares. No one. You know what happened? My little brother went to Newark Airport and went from Newark Airport to Penn Station, and I was supposed to pick him up from Penn Station. I'm like, where are you? Like, we're trying to find each other. An MTA employee leaves her station Never. and accompanies her bro- my brother to me, brings my brother to me, and she says, God bless you. And he's like, whoa, everyone's so nice in New York. That has never <laughs> happened in the history of New York City. An MTA person leaving their station to volunteer help is the craziest. If you go to the MTA no, person to no, ask them no, for help that they no. are supposed to provide, they will look at you like you are the worst piece of shit they've ever seen in your life. So for her to be like, I'm actually leaving my post. 
to help, that is that just shows the level of himbo that you he's know. I mean, and he's just like, wow, everyone's so nice. There, do okay, you want to know another one? Other mm-hmm. anecdote is that my brother, I my I told my brother because I would like was working, so my brother had to entertain himself, and he comes back with a bag full of clothes, and he's like, man, I was at this thrift store, Crossroads Trading or Buffalo Exchange. And I went to go try this on, and the store attendant noticed that it had a stain, and she just let me take it home and keep it. And, like, I just got it for free, and then she gave me all this. And I'm like, so you encountered a nice MTA employee and a nice thrift store employee? Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm just trying to think, like, is there truly a female equivalent to the himbo? Because obviously the word is based on bimbo, but I feel like kind of, like in the Barbie movie, like there's always, there is always a little bit of a darkness to being like a super attractive woman, even yeah. like with pretty privilege and stuff. It's like there, I feel like there's more of a dark side to it than what a super attractive man will face. You have to just be on guard more and you have to be protective and like honestly, like a little manipulative just for safety. Yeah. To be like, but there are women who are just like purely, there's nothing going on up there, but it's not as celebrated in society. No, and that's the thing is that it's like, if that's your thing, there are people who will like come and take advantage of that. I feel like yeah. the closest to me to true himbo lifestyle is like a Christian girl autumn type girl. Yeah. Like who is truly just like, existing in a world of baked goods and church events and she doesn't know why people will always offer to pay for her groceries that's so nice yeah yeah, like oh people are so nice but even her she has to be on the lookout for even even she she has to have one eye on satan Mm -hmm. at all times Mm -hmm. even christian girl autumn Mm -hmm. so anyway to round out our Travis Kelsey discourse, what do we think? Pure himbo? Do the bad tweets change the discourse? I feel like it's giving me an insight to the origins. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I just think that, you know, there's a lot of things about, like, black cat girlfriend, golden retriever boyfriend. Yes. Um, and that's what this is. Like, maybe yeah. it does work in that because it's good to have, like, you know... In an like an analytical person with a someone who's just floating through life. Yeah, and I just feel like the old tweets are not amazing, but they're not so bad that it's like, oh, this person like held some like is very fucked up, or like this person yeah. is really like you must be called for account. I think it is a natural progression from like college to being an adult man that like if we don't have evidence of him saying shit like that now we can say perhaps he's grown yeah not great but yeah and and this is so funny because there's this actor that i'm like oh this guy's really awesome and then i looked at his wikipedia and then it was like i didn't even know he had been canceled for fat phobic tweets from 2011 and 2012 and i'm like that's just too bad like it does, like, prevent me from fully standing, but, you know, and again, I guess it's, I have a different threshold of tolerance for, from, like, a an actor versus, yeah. like, a football player yeah. who has sustained brain damage. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? 
It seems that he's he's grown into. I mean, he does like commercials for the vaccine and shit. Yeah, so yeah, 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 I, exactly. I do feel like he. You know, that doesn't mean that he's not maybe still fat phobic or whatever, but it does seem like he's on the right side of yeah, history he's, he's, now. Yeah, exactly. He seems at least aware of like what the vibe is at the, yeah. at, at the current time. For sure. And it's a lot for like for him to be like, I'm going to do vaccine commercials. Promo. It's like he could remember Taylor to send out one Instagram story. We had a whole documentary oh about her God. posting one post saying to vote again, like to vote. So for him to be like, yeah, I'm the Kansas City Chiefs guy and I'm doing vaccine promo. He's actually putting he's putting himself out there. I'm just thinking about, you know, my girl Cardi B, who did this whole really good um, populist live yesterday where she was like, how does our government have so much? And I'm just like, why do people give credit to Taylor for being I know, political? I know. When, when Car- Cardi B is literally making socialist talking points accessible to everybody all the time. But yeah, I mean, so goes it. So goes it when you are pretty white people. Well, <laughs> and speaking of politics, what's speaking the Speaking of politics. Discourse? Wow, exactly. So this segues us right into our next discourse. I know that Millie and I have said we're moving away from the political arena, but not entirely. No, never. Never, never entirely. And this person... This person is someone that we we simply have to talk about because at the intersection of internet, politics, etc., this person is, a, I, I think, has become a meme factory, a, one of the meme factories of Congress. Endless. 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 And, and, and a, a discourse starter. We're talking, of course, about the esteemed representative from Long Island, George Santos. Katanya, what's, what's Katara the... Katara Ravache. Katara Ravache. Also, Anthony DeVolder. Well, he's, he's got a lot of names. We, right now, he seems to be using George Santos. Okay. But in the past, not always. So George Santos has announced, and this is, this is sad, he's not running for a second term. He will not be running for a second term. And now, this is interesting to me because... He held on to being like, I'm running. Yeah. He's held on to that through being found to have lied about every single detail in his life. 23 felony charges. A failed vote to expel him in the House. He said, I am running again. The dog veteran thing. Well, so we're going to go through all of his lies in a second. But okay. all of that. Everything that came out about him, drag queen videos, you, you lied about how your mom died, everything. He held on. He said, I am, no one can stop me from running again. But this is what finally did him in. It's a new report from the House Ethics Committee that dropped last week, found several alleged violations of uh, how his campaign's funds were being used, including $1,500 for Botox, which I've been saying for a while that he... The moment he got into con- Congress, the filler was crazy. Yeah, it was. It's a little. It's a little much, but he he went hard on the filler mo- moments after getting into Congress. And you know, again, we are not anti fillers. We are not anti drag queens. We are anti Republican. Yeah, and we are anti. Using I guess using your campaign funds to buy, to buy filler, fillers. whatever. And I do think. And also, you can't do it too much. You got to do it. That's what is funny about it, is that he, like, 
literally, he wins his election, he goes viral for being an cr- insane liar, and then he rolls up day one with full frozen Botox face, full cheek filler, full lip filler. Yeah, I'm I like, was his like, his lips were crazy too. He looked yeah. like the filter yes. of, of on uh, Instagram. Yeah, the one that's like a plastic surgery filter yeah. face. He he showed up like day one like that, and I think that is very funny to do all of that immediately. Um, he also spent $6,000 on purchases at Hermes and Ferragamo. Okay. He also spent $800 at a casino, which is just really funny to try to pass that off from your campaign. Interesting. Like, um, I, I guess don't, he could have like a dinner or something, but still, 800 And I don't have the numbers on these last ones, but purchases at Sephora okay. and purchases at OnlyFans. So- Ooh, yeah, yeah, people, yeah. I've seen some. I wonder like... How, I mean, the house ethics can maybe found this, but imagine, like, you have an OnlyFans and you're, like, looking at who your subs are and you're, like, I think that this is George Santos. People are coming out and saying that George Santos was following them and other sex workers are, like, this isn't cool. Like, you don't out your johns, like, and also, like, all those people are lying. So it's hard to say, but a straight girl said that, um... He followed her, which I don't know. And then a gay he guy. He was married to a woman. But now he's married to a man, which he announced just like on Twitter. He was like, my husband. And people were like, what? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Scammers never stay single. No. Okay. So here's, I feel like we should do a retrospective on George Santos and all of all of the lies and all of the kind of memes that he's brought us, and then I'll kind of segue us into the actual discourse that I want to discourse on. Okay. So, (laughs) Santos has been found to... Oh, so the Ethics Committee found that he sought to fraudulently exploit every aspect of his House candidacy for personal profit, allegedly stole from his campaign, deceiving donors and channeling contributions for personal use, He invented fictional loans to his own campaign to trick Republican donors into contributing to his war chest. So he would be like, I've got, I got a loan for this amount of money and that's not true. Got him. This is from an article from the Intelligence, or from New York Mag, that is every single lie told by George Santos is the name of the article. So he allegedly lied to donors, then used their money to buy designer clothing. He allegedly lied to collect unemployment benefits. Got him. Um, and I love that one because at the same time he was doing that, he was also claiming to be a millionaire. So it's like he's alternately I mean, claiming to be, like, broke and rich. Uh, I mean, very Trumpian and also kind of very million. Yeah. He allegedly committed identity theft. He allegedly lied to Congress on his financial disclosure form. He reimbursed himself for loans that he did not make. He lied about where he went to high school. He lied about where he went to college. He lied about working at Wall Street. He lied about founding an animal charity. He allegedly swindled a disabled veteran whose dog was dying. He may have ripped off an Amish dog breeder with a bad check. He lied about his mother's death being related to (laughs) (laughs) 9-11. And I did pull more info on this one. So basically, Santos wrote in July of 2021 that September 11th claimed his mother's life. Um, but on December 23rd, 2021, he said it was the fifth anniversary of his mother's death. Uh, so then people kind of went into it. He claimed that she was in the South Tower on September 11th and then passed away from cancer later, 
but none of the can the cancer that she had is not actually like one of the ones people got from the towers. Interesting. Um, and also, uh, two geneolo- two genealogists found documents showing that his mother was in Brazil in September of two thousand one. So, <laughs> so yeah, genealogist. Yeah, I'm like, okay, genealogists. Interesting. Um, he lied about his mother being a Holocaust, or his grandmother being a Holocaust victim. He lied about having employees who died in the Pulse shooting, which I didn't even realize. Wow. But yeah, he said in an interview that he lost four employees in the Pulse nightclub shooting. But when the New York Times looked into it, no one who died in the Pulse shooting was employed by George Santos. So <laughs> he lied about his niece being kidnapped. Um, he, it what is gay crimes, all of these in a series of interviews with the New York times in October, 2023, Santos said that his five-year-old niece once disappeared from a playground in Queens and was discovered on a surveillance camera 40 minutes later with two Chinese men. Okay, um, and, and that Santos, I know <laughs> that's another discourse, put a pin uh... in that discourse. Santos believed that his criticism of the Chinese government could have set his family up as a target. Okay, this is um, a sun. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm like, so it, this is crazy. And then the Times tried to vet this with the New York Police Department, and the new, the NYPD responded, we found nothing at all su- to suggest this is true. I lean into that he made it up. <laughs> uh. um, he lied about being on Hannah Montana. Uh, he, a Wikipedia bio for the for a user named Anthony DeVolder claimed that following his successful drag career, he landed roles on Disney Channel shows such as Hannah Montana and The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. It also says he was in a movie called The Invasion starring Uma Thurman, though Uma Thurman has never appeared in a movie by that name. <laughs> this is crazy. He lied about being a Broadway producer and helping to produce the musical Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Why would you, of all the ones, like, People died in that I know, that's like the most cursed musical on Broadway. But you know what? Sometimes when you want to work in a restaurant, they say to like put on your resume that you work for a restaurant that's closed so no one can check references. Yes. So So maybe that's what he was doing. He's like, I want to say I was a Broadway producer, but what show am I going to choose? I'm going to choose Because no one's going to ask. He's like, I'm not even going to touch that. But I feel like he, he shot too far because it's like you have to pick a show that Closed, but also didn't really make waves. Because mm, like Spider-Man yeah. Turn Off the Dark, like, I read a book about the production of Spider-Man Turn mm, Off the Dark. And it all did the have drama. a lot of witnesses, yeah. I know, like, that, it... I know somebody who was, like, a part of that. It became dancer. very popular because of all of the disaster around yeah. it, so there is actually a lot of information about how Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark was made and who the producers of it are. So he shot too far by choosing Spider-Man Turn Off I the mean, Dark. I mean... All of these are shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he lied about being a drag queen in Brazil. So okay. like alternately he would be He like, was a drag queen, but he said that he wasn't. He said that he wasn't. And then he gave my favorite interview, which is the one where someone is trying to talk to him at JFK. And they're like, were you ever a drag queen? And he goes, I was young and I had fun at a festival. Sue me for having a life. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, real. <laughs> he lied about being the target of an assassination attempt. Okay. He went on a Brazilian radio station and said that he there was an attempt on his life. Uh, and I'm that, sure after all these lies, though, to be fair. 
Apparently, there's no. Uh, well, I guess MSNBC, after translating the interview, tried to get in touch with his office to be like, "When did this happen?" And they said no. And then, of course, famously, he lied about being Jewish. Eventually, saying he was Jewish, um, which is not great. So the discourse that I wanted to get into with you is. Is it bad to ironically stand George Santos? Because I know I'm definitely someone who, at a certain point, when it became clear that Republicans were just not going to expel him, though there is now a new expulsion attempt that has, like, they're going to try to expel him again. They need 60 Republicans, in, or they need 80 Republicans and every Democrat to sign on to that, and there are now 60 Republicans on record who say they would expel him. So he might actually end up expelled after all, but I know I'm a. I've definitely been guilty of being like, honestly, make him Speaker of the House. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care. Well, after all that drama, I yeah, I you know it's the same thing with like Trump and like, it's like there are these people, this segment of the left, that is like, yes, go off, Queen, and all that. But it's like, at the end of the day, I mean, on one thing, like yeah, spending fifteen hundred like. Going and getting Botox and, like, lying about your mom being in 9-11, like, that's fucking crazy. With campaign funds, like, that's fucking crazy and it's funny. But on another thing, like, it just, it it's such a slippery slope to, like, yes, queen. Yeah. And it's just, like, the whole thing with politics right now and, like, the decline of democracy is that people are saying that it's a joke and it doesn't matter and these things aren't important. And, like, electing people like Donald Trump and all that, like, these people that make a joke out of it, like, kind of reinforces that. And then it's easier for these shitty people to, like, they do have effect on our lives. And they do, like, George Santos is voting on a lot of fucking important things. You know what's interesting? So I tried to look up if he was a member of the House Freedom Caucus. And they don't publish who their full members are. We only know who's a member of it if, like, they, if the person chooses to, like, say. He key keys with them all the time because I think, like, they're the only people who will have him. My feeling on it is, like. And the Freedom Caucus is, like, the most right. Yeah, they're the ones who did all that, who, like, spearheaded all this shit with the Speaker of the House and, like, will hold the government to a standstill. And my, so my feeling on it is, like, so George Santos. Ultimately, he's a member of the House and he votes on things, and that is serious. But he's not a very powerful member at this time. He's not, it's not the same as like if I was ironically standing like Matt Gates and being like, what Matt Gates is doing is like hilarious. Like one of those people. I think the key is you have to make sure that it actually remains ironic standing. Yeah. And not one of these things where it's like you're actually, you're like, I think it's funny to actually vote for George Santos or like I'm going to send him a campaign donation because I think it's funny that he spends them at Sephora because that's how we get to a place where people are like writing in Harambe or whatever. And that is where I think it goes really wrong right now. the, The level of ironic standing I see for George Santos online, I feel like it's it does live in the world of people who are like, Get him a Bravo show. Like, yeah, I definitely want him to... I would eat up a reality show. Like, somebody's like, he's going to do Dancing with the Stars. And I'm like, 
Absolutely. He will. That, that's that was another question I had for you: is where do you think he goes next? I mean, he is facing twenty three felony charges, so it, the answer might be jail, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the answer might be prison. But it, a, apart from prison, Dancing with the Stars feels like a natural House of Villains. Oh my god, he's gonna he'll be great on House that of Villains. That would be so funny if the he Bravo went on House show of Villains. about like all these. Like, because sli- Amorosa's on House of Villains. Yeah. And she's doing well, apparently, because it's like the challenge meets Big Brother, and it's all these, like, evil people, like, turning on each other and shit. Um, I feel like he'd be great, which is like, yeah, some people need to just be on reality TV and, like, be shitty and scammers and go to jail if it fucking, cr- you know, crosses yeah. lines, which it has. But same with Donald Trump. I'm like, he actually is funny, not is, all the time. No. Like he is racist and he is terrible. But I'm like, would not mind. I don't know though, because I'm like, well, at we this point, I feel Ramona. like, yeah. But at this point, he's I think damaged his ability to like create do anything different or whatever. But before he was a good reality TV star for a fucking reason because yeah. of his. Whatever. I mean, I think when people are ironically standing Trump or like what you'll see sometimes on leftist circles where they're like, he's actually right on this one or like, haha, like this is actually funny. It's like, okay, this person actually does have an enormous amount of power. Straight up might become the president of the United States again, was the president of the United States, caused a lot of damage. Like this is actually scary. Yeah. George Santos is the junior representative from one house district in Long Island. The level of power that the yeah, two of the them have is, like, really, really different. And also, the majority of us don't actually have the ability to vote for George Santos, whereas it's, like, we're all going to vote for whoever it yeah. ends up being in this next election. Well, the thing is, too, that complacency gets Trump voted. And then also, like, it's, like, this ironic standing with Trump. I'm, I was cracking up because there was a Veterans Day post that, like, posted all these like shitty quotes that Donald Trump has said about veterans and people who like serve in the military and somebody reposted and it's like he's literally right about any all of this which is like a cynicism of the United States military but to him it's like in you know the Biden people wanted to show like this guy hates the military and all this stuff but leftists liked it because they're like yeah the military does suck and all this other shit so it's really, but it, it, the guy's like, not only are, is he correct on every point, but all of these get progressively funnier. And I'm going to send you the video because it's hilarious. And I'll, I'll link it to our newsletter this week. But it was like, it's like, yeah, it's it's the ironic standing and the like, well, maybe he does have a point. That's how we get to somebody who actually like has power and is going to, oh, also, sorry. It's not that it's like all of the stuff of him being president, but right now we have a Republican Party who can't even say bad shit about him. No, I so mean, it's like he they has... don't really, he really doesn't need your ironic standing because anybody who says anything, even me- like slightly critical, will not be able to run. Right, because with, with a George Santos, the, the ironic standing. It, it actually truly is ironic because even within the Republican Party, even though they, like, won't expel him or whatever, no, he doesn't have real stands. He only has ironic stands who are like, I actually love what he's doing, keep it up, like, in an ironic way. Donald Trump has actual stands yeah. 
who are causing a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> um, and really, we he doesn't need... Ruined an entire, like, the sixth day of January forever, probably. Yeah, yeah, which is sad, because that was my Nana's birthday. Yeah. And, and they didn't even the... think about that before well, they did that. It was my cousin's birthday, and famously, the day that your sister invited everyone to your bachelorette And that party. was the day my sister set an email to go out inviting everybody to my bachelorette party. And, she, and they ruined that. And they don't care. But I do think that, like, with Santos, because there is no contingency of, like, real people who support him, it's truly just all people who are like, I mean, it is funny what he's doing. Like, I don't. I don't feel the same way about the ironic standing of him as I would, like, someone with more power or someone like Trump who does do and say funny things every on occasion. Sometimes he stumbles into a correct take every once in a while. He'll fall ass backwards into saying something right. But he does not need more people to say that he's right or more people to be like, actually, this guy's got ideas. No, he does not. Well, if you disagree and you like Trump, please let us know so we can block you. Yeah, and also let us know how you found this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let us know how you got to be here today. Yeah, and if you hear something in the background, that is my dog playing fetch with himself. Yeah. It is really sad, actually. So. Yeah, you know, when we have the full launch on our major network, soon to be announced, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, we will yeah, be recording in a studio, but right now we do record at Millie's apartment. With kind my of dog playing fetch with him. Right next to her personal sauna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on the left of my um, uh, $130 water watering can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Elise, Is it time? It's time for Grasshole of the Week. Oh, I'm excited. I know. I, I, I texted Elise, um... On Sunday or Saturday, I mean, my days are all getting blended in. And I said, I found the grass hole. I'm so, I, I'm so, I'm going in completely blind. I know nothing about this grass hole. So as you know, the grass hole of the week is the segment of the show where we call out whoever we feel needs to go touch some grass. And this week is something special because I'm actually going to nominate four grass holes <gasps> because they're all connected. So this story starts out with the basic G-R-W-M, which is a get ready with me, mm-hmm. of this girl, Kelly underscore Kim. Do you know, have no. you heard of this? No. Uh, and it has about uh, close to 200,000 likes. Mm. And she's telling us why she cut off her friend and had a friendship breakup with this unnamed girl who claimed to be a girl's girl, but she wasn't. Mm. Kelly says that she was out with, uh, you know, Kelly's uh, soon to be boyfriend. And as soon as she met Kelly's boyfriend, she immediately added her to her close friends, the okay. unnamed woman. And she started what Kelly said, quote, attention trapping, which is posting too many like TMI stories on her close friends to try to get his attention. Okay, but not like a thirst trap. Like no. it's not like sexy pictures. It's like attention trap of like, like I have a hemorrhoid. <laughs> yeah. Or like my mom's a huge bitch or something. Like okay. That, right. Then Kelly says. That um, the unnamed woman was genuinely acting too friendly to her boyfriend. Okay. And buying him sandwiches and, like, Hmm. delivering it to his job. But the worst sin of all, Kelly says, is that the unnamed girl borrowed Kelly's boyfriend's hoodie and and, and wore it for about two weeks and would wear it all the time and didn't return it but kept taking pics of her in his hoodie. (gasps) 
Then after she borrowed the hoodie, she started showing love to the brand, saying, I love this brand. I love this brand of hoodie. Okay. So, weird. Standard, get ready with me drama. Okay. But then, this friend responds. <gasps> she outs herself as a friend, as that friend, and her name is Joanna. Mm-hmm. Um, and that video has over three 330,000 views. And she says, these are her counterpoints. She says, close friends don't mean that much to her. They all met the guys all out. And she she added everybody um, as a close friend that Okay. Night. She says she dispels the attention trap allegations because she said that if she wanted to attention trap, she wouldn't have any of her friends on close friends. She would only put guys that she thought was cute. But therefore, by Kelly seeing the attention trap, is it an attention trap? I feel like, if I can just interject, I do feel like the point of close friends is almost to attention trap because it's where you say the spicy things that you wouldn't say to any to everyone. So I feel like, like I feel like my close friends is probably an attention trap in yeah, a way. But I will say to give validity to Joanna, mm-hmm. close friends is like a hot topic issue, like. People have very different views of close friends. Yeah. Just like people say, like, don't lean back in the plane seat. Uh, don't take your shoes off. Like, very, very contested people have, things. What's your What's your personal view of close friends? I view close... Well, you know what my view of close friends is because there's a lot of scandal. You know, that is where I have, like, a narrow group of... You know, my, my Instagram right now, I have 17,000 followers. Mm-hmm. So, my close friends has 50 people. Which is, again, like, you know, still a lot for many people. But it's where I, you know, again, if I'm having, like, just stuff that I want to share and get off my chest about, like, I'm really nervous for a date. Or, like, this company fucked me over. Or, like, I feel like shit today and I'm having a really hard time. Or I feel like I didn't get a good price on this thing. That's where I go for close friends. I have other friends. My friend who uses her close friends, she's, like... My close friends is everybody except for my family. I don't want my little brothers to see my close friends or my daughter to see my close friends. So my brothers are 17 or 18. Everything else, like any like little funny, sexy meme, or like not sexy meme, but like, you know, a kind of raunchy meme about like sex or something. I'm going to put that on my close friends. Some people, there is this guy who, there's some people who added me on their close friends who like, again, um you know, a soft launch or this guy from high school that I barely know. I was like, what the fuck? Why am I in his close friends? Like, we haven't talked in 10 years. And my friend's like, some people just use their close friends as things of, that they want to post that they don't want someone in their job to see. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm more aligned with you. Is like, I do think of it as like, I feel like, yeah, I probably have like 50 people on it and it's people I would share more, I guess, attention traps. Of me yeah. being, like... <laughs> well, the attention trap thing is debated. <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's, like, 50 people I would share my attention traps with. I'll also sometimes shift my close friends if I want to share information with a select group of people. Like, one time my parents were, when they were moving from L.A., they had some furniture they were selling. So mm. I briefly made my close friends just, like, LA people, people, L.A. people, so that I wow, could share smart. with people I actually knew who lived in L.A. who might want to buy the furniture. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, again, th- you know, there are different people who um, 
you know, view close friends differently. Um, so she dispels the attention trap allegations. And she says, Joanna says, she's notorious for not giving back hoodies. She says that's just the thing about her, that she doesn't give back <laughs> hoodies. It's not this guy specifically. And his hoodie was especially cute. So that's why she didn't give it back. And she <laughs> says finally that the sandwich she got him was a thank you for to him for mounting her TV. Okay. So it, it wasn't a thing. So obviously the whole point is both of these girls need to touch grass. And yeah. This was like a stupid friend fight that didn't need to be on TikTok. Um, but I'm going to say the main person who needs to touch grass, and the reason why I found this story out was this. These best friends are having the worst breakup all over TikTok. It all started when this girl named Kelly posted a get ready with me, exposing why she had to cut off her BFF named Joanna. For context, I've never ever in my life had to cut out a person. Kelly says that Joanna essentially tried to steal her boyfriend and even borrowed his hoodie and wore it all the time. But she continues to wear that hoodie for the next two weeks and post all about it on social media. And as a result, she had to ghost Joanna immediately. Just hope you can find a new man to buy sandwiches for every morning. Goodbye, and I wish you the best. However, just now Joanna responded saying that nearly everything is an exaggeration and although Kelly is telling the truth in some parts, it's not really that deep. I'm just notorious for not giving back hoodies and I am sorry. I just took longer to give this one back because it was really cute. However, people on social media weren't buying this and instantly started calling out Joanna for being a bad friend. As well as the majority saying that they are on Kelly's side. So if you didn't know... Wow, okay, no, the level of seriousness that that has to <laughs> drama about a hoodie is insane. Though it is interesting to me that people sided with, with Kelly, Kelly and not Joanna. Joanna. So I watched all of Joanna's things and I'm like, this sounds like... And then also Joanna's like, I actually reached out to you, Kelly, and asked what I did wrong. And you never wrote me back. Yeah, and it is also funny to me to just completely ghost over that and be like, like, she's like, so I had to ghost immediately. I'm like, huh? The one thing that Joanna says that does for me, I'm like, come on, is being like, I just don't give people back their hoodie. I'm like, that's not great. That's not great. No, it's <laughs> hard should, to defend you. It's hard you to defend should give you. people back their hoodie. And also like, it is weird to be constantly wearing the hoodie Yeah, I'm and posting that. a lot about the hoodie. Like I, I could see myself, because these girls look young, too. They're, like, 21. I, I cannot... Yeah, I could see no myself being... No one's over 23 in this Being, season. like, why do you have my boyfriend's hood? Hoodie politics are actually really It's intense. a whole thing. Hashtag hoodie talk. I looked it up. And it, it was this whole segment. I cut it because, for time. But, like, hashtag hoodie talk is such a contentious thing on TikTok of, like, hoodie reviews, hoodie things, hoodie... Which I'm just, like, fascinated by. But, yeah, this is, like, contentious. And I also do think that... Wearing a boy's hoodie is, is like an intimacy something. level thing, but I do feel like it's like close friends though. Because yeah, I, exactly. I have a bu I have a bunch of hoodies. You know, I give hoodies, whatever. But I know I have a friend's hoodie right now, and it's not romantic at all. But it is something that can hold a lot of significance. And I do think a younger version of myself, if there was a girl who I thought was into my boyfriend, and then she had his hoodie, and she's posting in his hoodie. I could see myself feeling some type of way about that. I could see not liking that. Well, the whole point is that, okay, Kelly needs to touch grass. Joanna needs to touch grass. This guy named at No More Danny, who's 
so he calls himself your local news source, but he just like reports on memes in this TikTok cadence. His voice is very TikTok yeah, that cadence. that very like, like um immediately and a lot like just, these friends are having the worst breakup ever. Yeah, and it's like hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, so this guy needs to touch grass because it literally goes like Cole and Dylan Sprouse's seven thirty, like a like Italian reservation yes. thing, and a bunch of stuff about like bad Cheetos things. And this guy just reports. It's so funny that he calls himself um, local news source because he literally just kind of reports on memes, and he has three hundred and sixty five thousand followers. And it's just really weird. And I'm going to say at no more Danny touch grass. But I'm also going to say, going to go back to my, my dog and say that there is one more person who needs to touch grass and then we can end it. The fourth and final person who needs to touch grass is this girl at a thousand hobbies who comments. <laughs> yeah, who comments. She has so many hobbies. She has a thousand. Babe, wake up. New drama dropped and it's hoodie girl. This girl broke the golden rule of the internet. If someone makes a story time about you and they don't say your name, you do not tell the world that it was about you. I am so glad she broke that rule because I woke up to the best, juiciest TikTok drama I have heard in a while. A while back, this girl here made a story time about- okay. We don't have to recap it all, but like- I, I have a couple things. Yeah. Number Same. one, is that the golden rule of the internet? That's what I wanted to discuss. Do you think that's a golden rule? I think that's a pretty good rule. I I think personally, that's a good rule. If someone was talking about me in a story time and didn't mention me by name, I would not out myself. That's personally what I would do. But I do understand if this girl's like getting sent the video a bunch, she still feels pissed yeah. off. Like it is hard not to defend yourself against specious allegations yeah. of whatever. The thing that I really contend with is that she's like, this is the juiciest drama I've seen. This is, to me, very mild juice to yeah. this drama. Not like the girl whose who's, uh, husband cheated on her with his, her mom. No, certainly not. Not like, the, not like the EMT who saw an exorcism. No, or, no, 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 like, no, no. I've seen much juicier drama on TikTok than this. I think what's funny about this drama is that it is so low level and it's literally two people talking about like close friends and, and all hoodies. these people are weighing in and, and this girl, a thousand hobbies, her whole thing is basically that she had a thousand hobbies before she got medicated for ADHD. And then she like whatever and she's just like fuck it. and she has again this girl has thirty thousand followers on TikTok and she just comments on a bunch of shit. And all this stuff. And I'm just like, everyone needs to touch grass. Yeah, maybe she should pick one of those hobbies back up. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> literally, you have a thousand hobbies? Try a thousand and one and get the fuck off the internet. But then I'm like, I don't know. She has more fucking followers than me. But then I guess, but then that's the thing. I'm like, but that's how you get the followers is by commenting yeah. constantly on two girls who are having a friend fight that you don't even fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because like. Again, with this girl and the guy before it, I think it's like the level of seriousness in the tone that makes it a go touch grass. Because obviously, simply recapping what people are discussing on the internet yeah, on no, a weekly basis yeah. in a humorous way, yeah. that's... That's normal. That's, that's a job fine. for yeah. two people to that's have. That's a job. That's a we, job and it's a project. And we're so happy you subscribe to and, our And Patreon. that's actually valid, but to be like... It's a whole career path. Yeah, it, it, it could be the start of an empire. For sure, for sure, for but sure. But to be like, 
these two are having the juiciest drama ever. And then it's two girls talking about a hoodie is very, (laughs) very funny. funny. Well, I almost said five people because I'm like, the fact that this showed up on my FY4U page, which is FYP, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, the suggested videos you get on TikTok. The fact that I got served this recap of Danny saying these two girls just had a falling Mm out. I'm just like. I need to touch grass. Clearly yeah. there's something wrong. Again, to just to reiterate Marsha's point, earlier it's like, there is something wrong. Something's <laughs> going on with Millie's For You page. And, and we're all going to benefit. We're, yeah. we're all well, going to benefit. Yes. So that are, those are my grass holes. Kelly, Joanna, Danny, and Thousand Hobbies. Go, Go touch, touch grass. grass. And that's the end of our podcast this week. Y'all, we have been so happy and excited making these. Please mm-hmm. follow at Go Touch Grass Pod on all the apps. You'll be able to see all of the sources from this episode. Yes. We will post them right after the episode goes out. Yes. Remember to keep an eye out for this week's Patreon newsletter. Yes, that will be written by moi. Tell your friends to subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, tell your friends, please. And uh, get excited for the full launch because more info on that is coming soon. Yeah, and it's December getting really, 13th, really exciting. Guys. It's December 13th. We'll be it's launching. Coming. On a major network. On a major really network that we can't talk about. We can't talk about it, but a major podcast network. We might be taking some emotional photos. Uh-huh. So just until then, everybody, go, go touch, touch grass. grass. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>